1: and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. Dan, this is a very special episode for a couple reasons, not the least of which is this is another hashtag victory pod because of our 4-0 thrashing of Minnesota United. Hashtag it, baby. Jimmy Fallon hashtag.
2: Two fingers. But uh,
1: fingers. I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. Dan, how's it going, my friend?
2: Oh, my God, dude. What are we even? What are we even doing here? Talking about another victory is what it is. things are good dude things are good uh about to whoop seattle's ass uh it's a whole hope so it's it's a hell of a week man things are things are cooking ready to ready to rock and roll
1: it's a crazy week we got a big win to talk about we got a big leagues cup news that just dropped on tuesday that we want to talk about and and figure out how we feel about it we don't really know there's some ccl news that dropped along with the leagues cup news that we'll talk about a lot of news lots of news and you know what I'm going to start off with with the most important news, I guess. I don't know if uh, if you realize this, uh, but we got an email. Shout out to Garrett Alley for sending oh. us an email. And Gear uh, Bear. He, uh, he remembered this. And, and honestly, I'm going to give you credit, Garrett. You reminded me that this is this week. It's the No Other Pod
2: four-year anniversary. Oh, my God. Where's my kazoo at, bro? I got kazoos around here somewhere. <laughs> I got streamers. What What a day it's like uh, to the day almost
1: we started uh in september of 2017 after
2: sporting kc won the u.s open cup september 20th did we do it that night after they finished the game and then we dropped it the next day no because it couldn't go the next day because we had to get it approved or some shit
1: we had to figure out how we were going to get it september 20th was uh was the day that the game was played? Yeah. Um, so September twenty first is probably yeah the day we recorded it.
2: Did we not record right after the game though? I kind of remember, or was I that? Don't,
1: I don't. think we recorded right after the game. I think because it was it was no, a night we game. Recorded. So I think recorded it recorded
2: after the USA loss. I remember that. I'm, I'm mixing up my stuff.
1: Did we record after we got officially eliminated from the yes, World Cup?
2: We did do that. That was live reactions. I just. Oh going back to my chicago studio apartment man where i had to like put the laptop on my chest and we didn't have video going on we've come a long ways my friend we know how to use video now (laughs) we're rich now it's a whole thing
1: is is that (laughs) rich because we can use zoom
2: yes (laughs) we bought this free software it's great uh the trinidad and
1: Tobago game was in october of 2017 so Ah. i don't think that was our first episode that was like our fourth episode yeah but uh but yeah, man, four years. Who knew when we started four years ago that this is where we'd be now?
2: Well, how's Garrett know this? What, what is that? How's we've we've that?
1: talked about before that we started after the U.S. Open Cup win in 2017. So clearly yeah. Garrett is He's a super attention. fan and just put it in his calendar on his iPhone
2: and just He's got super, a little notification. Bam. Our faces popped up on his iPhone. And it's like, oh, wish them happy anniversary. I dig that, man. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks, everybody. That's, uh, that's cool news, man. Four years, huh? That's wild. Yeah
1: and when uh you know when, when we've we've talked about this before we won't go go down it all again but you know starting literally not knowing how to do a podcast and look man we've had players on we've had staff on from the club we've had broadcasters on it's it's pretty cool oh
2: we got people emailing us asking to come on okay we can't have them all all right but <laughs> it's happened and we're like well we'll see we'll get back to you yeah it's <laughs> uh
1: it, it's it's pretty cool um so you know, thank you to everybody who's been with us since the beginning. Shout out to all you OG listeners, y'all know who you are. Shout out to those of you who we've met in person, and uh, shout out to those of you who we have yet to meet in person, but will someday because we want to get back to having tailgates at some point. I have,
2: I have no noisemakers, man. I got nothing. I'm looking at my upper. <laughs> d- here you go. That's scissors. That's <laughs> scissors, and it makes. That's a celebration of scissors.
1: Don't don't cut your nose off accidentally. What if I cut my hair? I'd cry. That would be would be real sad. You got the Zeusy hair going right now.
2: I'm at I'm at that point. It's getting longer than where <laughs> Zeusy's is right now. And I'm like, Zeusy, you're gonna keep growing or what, man? Uh, uh, long hair, bros. What are yeah, we doing?
1: That's right. You got long hair, bros, with Zeusy. We got barbecue, bros, with Ilya. Oh yeah. So dude. Bar-
2: <laughs> the <laughs> barbecue bros. I smell a spinoff show coming.
1: Uh, you, me, and Ilya. Once he retires, it'll just be us three with our own web series.
2: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, well, you know, shout out to everybody along the way. Thank you. Uh, we don't have any new five-star rating and reviews to celebrate our four-year anniversary, but if you're a listener, you have not left us a five-star rating and review, especially if you're an OG listener, who's been with us for all four years, go give us a shout out. Give us that five-star rating and review. Let us know why you like listening. Let us know what you want to see more of tweet us at no other pod. What's been your favorite memory from the first four years of no other pod. We'll read this out next time. If, oh we had, if we had planned if we were planners we would have done this before our four-year anniversary episode
2: <laughs> <laughs> we could have taken a trip down memory lane man i didn't even think nothing of it
1: it's okay it was literally earlier today when i got the email from garrett and i'm like huh yeah. probably should mention that
2: yeah i i don't i'm embarrassed now i'm embarrassed okay. and uh but yeah we all got memories man and i i love uh, you call people ogs and stuff and it's like I mean, We're the whitest people in the world to even be saying OGs. I mean, do, yeah, do we even know, you know what OG means? Original prankster. Uh, wow. See, Jimmy's less white than I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was original prankster. Uh, that's a, that's an offspring song. Yeah. That's how so, white I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm about 90% sure it stands, that's what OG stands for, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. uh, you do Ancestry DNA. You're like 1% Congo, my friend. <laughs>
1: i bet i could out offspring you in knowledge that's let's let's you know if we really the, wanted to the go. music offspring you, you know the lead singer of the offspring dexter has a phd in microbiology from usc
2: well that's cool I, you guys are probably friends then <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> it's it's wild why that,
2: why are we having offspring trivia You're,
1: well you brought up the offspring so you act like i'm
2: not older uh, and and not necessarily wiser but definitely no more bands
1: we used to play the offspring in, in marching band at sc kids aren't that's all right cool. that was the song that we play
2: all the time oh. so
1: please tell me more about your nerdum. it was well one time dexter came <laughs> and conducted us in the marching band at he game.
2: conducted you yeah so that's a crisscross of, of musical <laughs> genius there yeah
1: it was great and then he gave a talk on microbiology so
2: what what a what a
1: gem yeah there what you go i told you man. i told you offspring knowledge you're in my wheelhouse so i mean this isn't so much knowledge as it is
2: just experiences you've just had random <laughs> trivia
1: so that's true
2: that's this true. happened to me boom you've been knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy Uh, i was kidnapped once boom i'll acknowledge you in kidnappings you almost pooped yourself (laughs) no i did poop myself that's gonna be (laughs) you
1: know that's that's gonna be somebody's favorite memory from the last four years is the time you told the story about when you pooped yourself
2: let's talk about it some more
1: hashtag coos poop
2: hashtag crying because it's bad memories
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy well you know before we uh before we dive into uh the the game dan are are you have you ever done any sports betting are you a gambler
2: at all no because betting on sports seems kind of silly i've only done that ruin your pitch does that ruin your pitch Should i said (laughs) yes i've only done it once or twice i'm
1: interested when when it gets legalized here in kansas and missouri eventually i'm gonna download that little DraftKings app or, Mm -hmm. or something i'll you know throw a little bit here and there i tried to figure it out this weekend almost put some money on usc couldn't figure it out, got scared off because the only way to cash out at the apps I was looking at was Bitcoin. And I was like, oh. I don't understand any <laughs> of this. So I did not do it. But uh, but some of you out there might be gamblers and that's cool. But if you are gamblers, uh, our friends at Manscaped have a cannot miss bet for you. The leaders in male grooming just launched their fourth generation performance package and the betting odds are in your favor when you use the lawnmower 4.0. Across the board, this is the package to get you in the mood for whatever your gambling heart desires. Ready to take the leap to male grooming royalty 2 million men already have. Join the Manscaped movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD. Make sure you check out the performance package 4.0. It's the ultimate parlay to take your grooming game to the next level. Uh, it's got the fourth generation trimmer with the cunning edge ceramic blade, the 4000k LED spotlight, and it's waterproof. It's got the weed whacker, which is there to chop up your worst weeds in your nose and ears. Uh, it's also got the proprietary skin safe technology to prevent nicks and snags. Uh, and odds are you'll be sweating and feeling the heat after a big bet. So fix that sweat and stank with the liquid formulations, the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner. Plus, Manscaped has the bonus add in of their boxers and shed travel bag. So make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping with code nootherpod at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code nootherpod at manscaped.com. Do not gamble on shaving your balls with the wrong tools. Choose Manscaped and your balls will thank you.
2: Because you'll lose. The house wins every time.
0: That's what, I, <laughs>
1: that's what I heard. That's your gambling knowledge?
2: Yeah, the house always wins. Yeah, my, my gambling advice is just don't bet on MLS. My gambling advice is just uh, hit me. Just uh, keep hitting me. <laughs> this is you playing blackjack. You're just like what hit right? me, hit me. They're like I got 19. You've hit already me. busted. <laughs> hit Sir, me. So you're at 37. Nah, hit me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well, let's. Uh, you know, you know, Dude, it was.
2: Sorry, I went yes. to play craps one time, and I, I like I tried to ask someone to teach me how to do this damn game. No one really wanted to take the time because it's a fast paced game. though. are like, right. no, we don't have time to teach you. So I'm like, no, nah, nah, I'll put my, basically that game, you put your money down and they take it away and you <laughs> put your money down. They take it away. The dice gets rolled. They take your money. And I'm like, what happened? Then one time they gave me money and I was like, not sure what happened. Not sure what, <laughs> what I did yeah. there, Yeah. but uh, let it ride. So they say, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is why when I go to Vegas, which is very infrequently, the only thing I'm about willing to do is a slot machine because at least I know I pull the thing and it and it does something. I can't tell you why I'm winning money or not because I'm like, oh, it came up <laughs> as kitten cherry coke, cherries, and a basketball, and for some reason that combination gave me some money. But
2: when I go to Vegas, the only thing I do is a Chris Angel and a Cirque du Soleil show. The shows, the shows, and the buffets. Let me oh. tell you. They're phenomenal. However, COVID has probably forever killed buffets. Damn That's you! That's true. But, but Cirque du Soleil. Uh, if you haven't seen O at the Bellagio, I have. Oh my seen god, we should be sponsored by O. I haven't seen there. that
1: one. I've seen uh, the you Beatles. No, it's the best
2: because it's expensive. Beatles is
1: great. Beatles is wonderful. I highly recommend. So
2: I, I had to see O because I was like, "Why is it the most expensive one?" Oh, because everyone says it's the number one show. Let's do this damn thing. Yeah, it's cool. crazy, man. It's cool. Well, uh,
1: let's uh, speaking of O. How about 4-0? Oh. That's the scoreline. Was that the score? Game.
2: Seven days ago? How do you remember?
1: It's It's been a while. It's been a minute, but it's technically a victory pod. Even if the game was last Wednesday, we did not have a game yep. over this weekend. Uh, Hell of a time. But this, uh, you know, this was going to be a, a little bit of an interesting game. You know, granted, Minnesota did not have their first choice lineup out there. You know. They're missing a few. There was no Emmanuel Reynoso, so this, this is the biggest player they're missing uh there was a Fernando Adi sighting did not know he was still a thing
2: did not know he was seven feet tall do you see that (laughs) man's man up top for Minnesota United he's big he just I googled uh, him because I was like is that him oh snap didn't know he was with them yeah uh, I think this was don't quote me on this might have been his first appearance with the club I mean I have not heard any talk about him and rightfully so the man just stands up top and waits to get the ball and he gets the ball and we take the ball he was like great he do anything.
1: back in 2014.
2: Sure. But what's his <laughs> what's his gimmick? Like every striker is different, okay? Is he trying to be a Chris Wondolowski? He's definitely not being a Polito and going to the ball and making things happen. Right. His gimmick was, I won MLS Cup with Portland in 2015. That's, is that, yeah.
1: That's, that's basically right. his gimmick. And you're like, well, that's six years ago now, Fernando. He, he's large though. He looks
2: like he should be a center back for sure. He is a
1: large man. Clearly mlssoccer.com did not know he was on Minnesota United cuz even right now they still don't have his picture up on his player profile. Really? And I'm like this I mean this guy was a, a solid striker for Portland for a number of years and I feel like mlssoccer.com
2: should at least have his picture. True. But yeah, I mean that's not. I don't know. So. There's probably a story there. I don't care enough to look it up, but. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, they, they, there was, this was not necessarily the first choice 11 for Minnesota, but it also wasn't the first choice 11 for sporting Kansas City. We did not have Alan Polito. We did not have Gotti Kinda. We did not have, which
2: by the way, how dare us for not knowing that Gotti Kinda wouldn't play? Of course yeah. he wasn't going to play. Yeah i didn't even cross my mind i was like oh, i'm so stupid i'm so insensitive it, that was me smacking my head
1: yeah he sat out for an observance of, of the jewish holiday makes sense good for him uh because they
2: fast bro you yeah. cannot go run 10k when you haven't eaten shit no. for over a day no not good um we didn't have uh,
1: Remy Voltaire in in uh, the lineup, you know. So this was we had Cam Duke, which Cam Duke's great, but Cam Duke isn't necessarily the midfielder in the first choice eleven. So we had Cam and Roger uh, alongside uh, Jose Mari. For uh, for the, those
2: of you who uh, are the, the 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 pronunciation police, uh, I, I know. It's, <laughs> I assumed it was always Jose, but we're just you know. We're just taking shots in the dark over here. Yeah, yeah.
1: I do wish that uh, Sporting Kansas City put out the pronunciation guide like they used to, especially when they announced new signings. Right, right. you know, I'm not making any assumptions. It could be Jose, it could be Jose. It's Jose Mourinho. Yeah, true. So who knows? Uh, but, you know, Jose Mari, uh, and, and we had Kyrie Shelton up top. And, and Ky- I love Kyrie. But I know a lot of people don't necessarily love it when Kyrie starts because they don't think he has the killer instinct per se. But... How dare you, know,
2: you? How dare you think that
1: if, if I'm looking at these two 11s on a piece of paper, I'm I'm obviously biased, but I'm thinking, well, that sporting Kansas City side is better than that Minnesota team. So I'm not. Yeah, necessarily it feels that
2: way. Uh, I, I certainly didn't feel like we had a uh, uh, novice lineup. I felt like Minnesota was the ones with uh, the not so great lineup. Does that make yeah. sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you know, and if you look at uh, the stats, and we'll go through the goals here and whatnot, but this game was not close from from the get go. I mean, Sporting KC outpossessed Minnesota sixty four to thirty six. We outshot them twelve to ten, but we outshot them on goal eight to zero.
2: Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, t- it sucks because Tamilia can't like flaunt his stuff cuz like right. he didn't have to do anything. Right. He just <laughs> There's was scares. there. I mean, uh so and so who hit the post? Uh Ethan finley yeah. one time, you know, it, it hit the crossbar. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Tim's just like, eh, another day at the office, I guess. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's it's not like, you know, there there were definitely chances, but if you look at the 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 total uh, expected goals, uh Sporting Kansas City 2.2 to 0.6 for Minnesota. So, this was a thorough beating of minnesota united and wow you know there was there were no red cards to speak of it
2: it it got a little chippy at times you know seemed that way um can i just i want to go on the record right now and let you know and everyone listening that luis martins is the sassiest of sassy footballers <laughs> no sassiest he is, of sassy yo he's sassy he's full-on male karen and i love it OK, because let's be honest. There are Karens that you hate and there are Karens that you love. There okay. are not okay. many, but we all know a Karen that we're like, oh, Karen. OK, but <laughs> Luis, every game he has something and it might just be at the referee. That's just like it's it's his face. Just watch his face. He'll just look at the fa- look at the referee all annoyed or something. But Ethan Finley gets knocked down by Luis Martins and Luis uh, or Ethan goes. Like, looks at him like, you know, you knocked me down. And Luis just looks at him like, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> get up. I didn't, yeah. I did not. Um, yeah. This this is just, it's a side note. And I've been wanting to say this for weeks now because I notice it every game and I've yet to okay. tell you. So take a peek. If you okay. catch him on camera or something, I know you can't see things up where you're at in your bird's nest, hot, you know, <laughs> castle on high and whatever, <laughs> Le Miz style. But <laughs> I, I'm sidelined, dude. I see it all. It's important. Everyone watch for that shit. Luis Martins, Sporting KC, Karen.
1: Well, especially especially <laughs> where you sit, uh, when when Sporting KC are attacking to, uh, toward the south stand, Yeah, you're right there alongside where Luis is running up and down oh, yeah. on defense. So
2: It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. He looks at the ref all the time. The dude, I don't know if he's even speaking. It's all in his words and his actions. It's amazing. Hilarious. I just said, I don't know if he's speaking, but it's all in his words. Oh, I meant... So- I meant his face. I wasn't going to call you out. His, his face is worth a thousand words. It, yes. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's amazing because my wife points it out to me. She's like, Luis is so sassy. And I'm like, he is.
1: <laughs> sassy Luis. Hashtag it's so sassy good.
2: Luis. She's like, you should have him on the podcast. And I said, I don't know how good the English is. You know, I think that'd be tough, right?
1: I haven't talked to him. I don't, He's he hasn't been one that's come to the press conferences. Though, right?
2: I believe so. Yeah. And that's rough. I mean, I could work on it i could try i'd yeah, be bad Portuguese. but uh you know i don't know he's spoken in english but there's also been times where he's like come again it's a <laughs> question
1: i mean it, it's tough for any player to come do even a, a, a like a two or three minute interview in a, in a second language let alone join a podcast for like 20 or 30 minutes
2: that'd be rough yeah
1: especially That's with so. our nonsense
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he would be <laughs> like i don't Understand? I'm like, I don't that's know fair. what, what you are
1: talking about, and you are like, well, we don't either, so yeah. that's fine.
2: What's what's this hashtag all <laughs> the time? What
1: is this? <laughs> uh, but you know, he Luis. Speaking of sassy Luis, he was involved in this first goal in the fourteenth minute for Sporting Kansas City. Uh, Roger got the ball in the middle of the field, and he found Luis pushing up the left hand side, and Luis sent a gorgeous little ball into Daniel that that drove Daniel right toward the middle of the field, and basically set Daniel up for a very strong shot and Daniel shot it on frame and Tyler Miller pushed it away. It didn't end up going in, but Tyler Miller couldn't catch Shallowy shot because it was too tough. And on the late run into the box, Kyrie Shelton, the man who people say can't score doesn't have the finishing instinct comes and in, is in the perfect place and gets a powerful header straight down into the bottom right corner of the net. Perfect placement. Tyler Miller cannot do a thing and suddenly sporting Kansas city are up one zero.
2: Uh, suddenly this is the second week in a row that Daniel blasts the shot and someone else puts a rebound in. Like, yeah. Daniel is, is yes, he's going to get his goals and assists, but, like, I wish those were assists. I wish they, they counted for him, uh, but they don't because the intent's not there. Obviously, I get it. <laughs> but he blasted at the goalkeeper. It's too much for them to handle. But the header from Kyrie, dude, he did this again later in the game mm-hmm. as a pass. Yeah. Like, he just... He knew exactly whose foot to put it on with his head. And I was like, this man is entirely underrated by this yeah. whole fan base.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I I wrote an article for SBI soccer a few years ago when Kyrie was here the first time around. And it was something like Kyrie Shelton is the most important player for sporting Kansas City. And I remember at the time people were like, it was a hot take. What are you talking about? But you could look at the stats and when he wasn't getting on the score sheet, which is kind of weird for a number nine, and this was pre-Polito, post-Dwyer. But you could look at the, the splits when Kyrie was in versus when he was out. Sporting Kansas City were a significantly better team, both in terms of points earned, record, and goal differential, uh, points per game and goal differential when Kyrie was in the 11 versus when he was out. He, just, yeah. he takes up so much space. He's so physical. His off-the-ball movement is so good that – even when he's not the one on the ball, he's drawing defenders away from space and, and opening up passing lanes for other players.
2: You know what it is, too? He's not flashy about it. He's not. not at all. This is just, he's just going to work. Mm-hmm. This is, this is like going to the office, punch in your clock, sit at your desk, go home. Right. Like it, it's just, it, he's not on social media, uh, you know, posting a bunch of stuff or being a personality. I truly think he views this as it's a job it's a job that he enjoys you know
1: yeah he certainly to... loves it but yeah he um... but he's all business man and I love it well and he doesn't get the calls a lot of times you know that's that's the biggest complaint about or one of the biggest complaints about pro that I hear from sporting KC fans is you know and, and this one's got some merit to it it's it's maybe somewhat anecdotal but it's certainly got merit to it in that Kyrie gets beat to hell but he never goes down easy. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you don't go down, you don't get a call. So it's kind of this thing where he's like, well, I could go down and maybe get a call or I could stand up and try to keep fighting through the play and maybe make something of it. And we'll talk about it here. He actually did go down and earned a penalty uh, later in the game. And he was asked about, you know, post-game, that's not something that you, you tend to do very much. And he flat out flat out was like, that's because I have too much respect for the game. So like, I'm I not wonder
2: if he had to go down though in the box you know like i i I couldn't tell he didn't get him a lot but i wonder if he felt it and was like i need to go down or i'm not going to get this call right
1: yeah i mean you know there's certainly times where it's advantageous but like not to pick on him again but we always talk about latif like he's the type of guy who
2: you breathe on him and he's going to go rolling around so And and flail arms and make it a thing and i I just I can't think of anyone our on our team on our current roster that acts that way. And yeah. that says a lot, dude. I can't think of anyone that gets thrown around and, and makes a meal of it, you know.
1: Jerso did it for a bit. Yeah. You know,
2: Jerso would roll around and and Jerso's
1: move was he'd always put his hand up in the air and start like waving his hand like he was he he was calling for a trainer, <laughs> like he just broke something and then like he'd end up <laughs> just being kidding. fine. So, you know, it's uh but, you know, and, and I think that's the source of Peter's frustration a lot of times with the refs is SKC players don't tend to go down. Now, mm-hmm. they'll do it when it's advantageous. If they're up by a goal and it's the 87th minute and they need to kill a little time, let's not kid ourselves. Sporting KC will know how to milk the clock too.
2: It happens. But, Sometimes the clock does get its nipples milked. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: speaking of Daniel Shallowy uh, and nipples... Um, <laughs> oh my
2: God. Oh, that's a huge throwback <laughs> callback that's amazing
1: uh 36th minute um once again actually roger espinoza's pass starts off this play similar to how it did in uh, in the first goal he finds johnny russell on the far right side johnny does his cut and move sends the ball back into the center of the box and wouldn't you know it it's daniel Shallowy standing right there first time again right foot Hard shot driven down at the, the field right past Tyler Miller into the back of the net to go give Sporting Kansas City the 2 0 lead. And it's after this goal that the chance of MVP start uh, ringing out throughout Children's Mercy Park.
2: That happened, except uh, isn't Tyler Miller supposed to be good? I thought he's, he was good. He was pretty good for LAFC. Okay. Well, then he's now he's not because he's, he's in Minnesota. Yeah. Um vegan food and, and cold weather but i <laughs> tell you what uh a uh, chance of mvp are nice but i was just like i heard it and i was like no no jimmy told me there's media bias jimmy said so
1: <laughs> well you know if yeah it sucks because if i were a, a betting man you might as be. i talked about before uh i just i don't know i don't think that that he'll probably th- get it
2: if that happens come on that's gonna make me so mad like that's not fair right even if he's the top producer and 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 has more overall goals and assists than everybody like that's just that's stupid like it should still go to chicharito or someone because of the name i mean it's it's what do we do about that like we will rip the system apart right like we will set fire to the organization correct (laughs) well um You know, Daniel's song and we all have the fire torches and we're like, is, (laughs) uh,
1: is Don Carver the beast in this situation? Of
2: course he's the beast.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, Daniel does have six assists, which, you know, he's, he's 10 behind the league leader, but you know, six is, there's a lot of people that have six and seven. So he could work his way up those leaderboards pretty good. He is in third place right now in terms of uh, the golden boot race at 13 goals. Uh, Raul Ruiz is one ahead of him at 14 and Ola Kamara is three ahead of him at 16, but guess how many penalty kick goals Ola Kamara has of his 16 of his 16 goals. Ola Kamara has seven penalty kick goals.
2: See, I wish those didn't count. Mm -hmm. They're not going to, they're just going to look at numbers, Mm -hmm. right? But they're they're not taking an account like, oh, this guy actually scored actual goals. Mm -hmm. This guy's over here playing Mm T-ball.
1: Uh, Raul Ruiz-Diaz, 14 goals, two penalty kick goals. Daniel Shallow, 13 goals, zero penalty kick goals, zero penalty kicks attempted.
2: I wish PKs were a deficit. And Mm -hmm. it was like, hey, he has 14 goals, but there's a negative two on there because he has two penalties. I know Um, that's not how it works. All the soccer purists right now are like, nope, a goal is a goal. And I'm like, but it's not. Okay. Yeah. Daniel's hitting home runs, dude. They got it teed up for them where uh, a penalty is what? Eight out of 10 times successful.
1: Yeah. About 80%. Did I make that up? No, you're right. 80%. I'm, just, I'm a, I'm
2: a stat man. Skip it out of there.
1: <laughs> you know, Daniel's just, um, you know, he's, he's the only player in, in the top five goal scorers in the league. He's the only player who does not have a penalty kick goal.
2: That's, That's awesome.
1: That says something
2: it's respectable as hell. Yeah. So Tom Dwyer couldn't have said that when he had his 20 some goals or whatever it was,
1: I guess, Ricardo Pepe is technically tied for, for um, being in there and he doesn't have any penalty kick goals either. He's got 12 goals on the season, but, but Daniel Shelley's got 13. Um, so, so you have
2: to be on a team that doesn't have a coach get fired to be eligible. <laughs> okay. If your coach gets fired, you're not eligible.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Ola Kamara right now, golden boot leader. He had a hat trick, but like when seven almost fifty percent of your goals are from the spot. Like
2: how many penalties was was that hat trick the other night? Was that any penalties?
1: Probably. I did not watch. Okay. I didn't.
2: I just know it was mentioned in the news.
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he had some penalty. I didn't watch it. I don't watch DC United. But
2: is that even um, who he plays for? Because I was still thinking he was on Columbus. So. Yeah, you on DC United. <laughs> <laughs> We're a Sporting KC podcast. Everyone else can suck it. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: so shout out to Daniel Shalloway. He was asked about, did he hear the chance of MVP? And, and a lot of times players after the game, they'll be like, oh, you know, I, I, I love the fans, but, you know, I'm so focused in on the game.
2: Daniel was like, no, I heard it. Of course he heard it. You have to hear that stuff. You definitely <laughs> do. The fans are so much a part of the action, dude. They can't even hear themselves on the field sometimes because of chance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, so 2-0, Sporting KC, Tyler Miller's not having a great game. 42nd minute. Guess who started the play, initiated the pass that sent uh, Kyrie Shelton into the box that ultimately drew the foul? Roger Espinoza, once again. Are you
2: asking me to guess? Because I I was there. (laughs) You feel like I'm not gonna be able to Roger Espinoza
1: once again with the pass setting up this play. Like Roger's just been, you know, he he really transitioned into more of a a, a pseudo holding midfielder slash number eight in this game, who's just distributing the ball all over the place. It's
2: pretty active. Pretty active, Roger Espinoza, and uh, doesn't seem to be he seems to be managing his body well, as far as like getting tired, mm-hmm. seems to really be working hard when he needs to and not overdoing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that takes years of of practice, I think, to know your limits. And, yeah. you know, he's not Grandpa Roger by any means, but like no. soccer is a very demanding game and he has mm-hmm. had injuries and it seems to be that he's managing well.
1: Well, and he's a very physical type player. So, you know, yeah. it, it's not like he's just out there um doing a light jog once a week he's he's got <laughs> yeah. a lot of miles and a lot of uh a lot of physicality on that body so a lot of miles uh but he he feeds uh, Kyrie Shelton into the box um uh, Kyrie's on the far right side um you know Tyler Miller comes and, and and takes out Kyrie Shelton uh Johnny was super pissed i think Johnny wanted a red card for Dogzo
2: well um, that was tough cuz he wasn't like in front of goal but he was the last i mean it is it is dogzo i mean he's the last uh, defender
1: well this is why i wasn't 100% convinced they were going to give the penalty at first um, they had to they had to go to video review um and that's when uh, sabiga ultimately decided to give uh, the penalty kick. And I think that's also why Johnny was mad. But I think the reason he didn't give it at first is because Kyrie honestly takes a pretty heavy touch away from the net with his left foot. And he probably wasn't going to be able to get there before the ball went out of bounds If I'm being fully honest. But Tyler Miller, it, it honestly wasn't even Tyler Miller's hands who hit Johnny or uh, Kyrie. It was the follow through. He was coming in so hot that his entire body basically took out the legs underneath Kyrie Shelton. And at well, that point, you really have no choice.
2: Yeah, but didn't Melia get a yellow for almost an exact same thing? It's possible. I know you not, texted me
1: this, and I didn't get a chance to go well, back. I was mad. It.
2: I, was, I was piping hot, and I was like, <laughs> that's just – it's not fair. And don't, Sabiga, I think, had a great game. And I Overall, like Sabiga, yeah. dude. He lets them play. He lets things get a little physical. Takes no nonsense. Mm-hmm. I like him. Mm-hmm. But, like, a week prior, Tim got a yellow – Which, if we're saying that Kyrie should have drew a red, then Tim should have been a red as well. Like, I I don't know if it's
1: I don't know if it's a red, like, because there are rules about. Well, if you give a penalty kick, then it's also I don't think you, by rule, are supposed to give a red for something like that because it's you're you're doubly penalizing the player. Essentially,
2: you're kicking them out and you're
1: giving the penalty kick, so it's one or the other. What even
2: are the rules though? We don't know the rules to anything. Because one week is different from the next. So I don't, tell me if I'm wrong, but like I was so fired up that Tim got a yellow, Tyler Miller got nothing. It was fine. It was all good in the end. But like, I just want consistency around here, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you get that. Yeah, well, pro is
1: the antithesis of consistency. Well,
2: you're using words that I don't understand. (laughs) I don't, antithesis? Yeah. Is it? is it college oh, co- college boy over here <laughs> <laughs>
1: microbiology terms uh well, so johnny stepped up to the spot johnny buries it bottom right corner tyler goes the exact wrong way three zero going into the half it's great
2: sporting's it doing great. awesome three nil at the half yeah that's uh, who could ask for such a thing it just yeah. felt good
1: yeah it it, it was uh, pretty awesome and then uh later in the game um Kyrie's got the ball down in the box near the South stand. He finds Johnny Russell on the right side. Johnny does a nifty little move to get around the Minnesota defender. And then Cameron Duke crashing into the box gets on the end of the Johnny Russell cross. And with a very nifty little flick on off his right foot, just sends it back across the face of goal past Tyler Miller into the net 4-0 sporting Kansas city. That's all she wrote.
2: Of course that's the kind of goal cam duke scores and and i will tell you this if you missed this game last wednesday and i think a lot of you might have shame on you because this was a fun weeknight game now some of you were like oh i had to take my kids to dance practice and this and this no you don't <laughs> fuck them kids you can <laughs> <laughs> absolutely kidding all in jest <laughs> The moral of the story is, if you missed this game, I'm so (laughs) sorry, because this was amazing.
1: (laughs) I want to title this episode of the podcast, Book Them Kids. (laughs) Don't think I'm going to do it, but I want to.
2: (laughs) No, definitely not. But it it was, I mean, dude, these Wednesday night games, you don't really, you don't always expect a whole lot out of them. You know what I mean? The stadium was not very full. That's what you said. It was pretty empty.
1: And I get it. And someone was like, well, some people are still worried about COVID. Trust me. I know I'm one of them. I've, I've been taking this very seriously. It just surprised me because that stadium has been full for a lot. And I get it's a Wednesday. It's Minnesota. We play Minnesota 74 times every year across all the 37 different competitions that MLS partakes in. But, you know, I thought it would be a little more full, but it was a fun game 4 zero Peter Vermes. Waited to the 83rd minute to use a sub, which there was a moment there where I was like, "Are we gonna do this again? Is Sean Goodwin gonna to have to get up there and be like, Peter, why are you not using subs still?" So <laughs> he uh, he did sub off people in in the the last seven minutes of the game and got some Grayson Barber, Wilson Harris, and Jake Davis made his uh, first appearance.
2: That's right. I, I DM'd Sean as the game uh, got closer, and I said, "I said, are you ready? Are you ready?" for your sub questions because i'm always <laughs> here for that sean i'm here for the snarky pv responses and he said i feel like peter just does it to fuck with me now <laughs> and then when he used the sub i dm'd him right back and i was like well now you can't ask the question god damn it
1: <laughs> yeah well peter still fucked with him because he did they uh kurt austin's in there and he's the one who kind of manages the, the press conference and he goes first question goes to sean goodwin in the kansas city star and peter goes i use three subs
2: that's what he did. He just said it. <laughs> it, it it's almost like the. Uh, it's almost like he was Marshawn Lynch. Who was like, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." Right.
1: I was like, "Okay, Peter."
2: I used three subs. <laughs> Couldn't believe uh, it. Poor Sean. And Sean, he goes, "So you can't ask me about him." And Sean's like, "I can ask you if you want." I'm like, "Sean, stop it. You're pouring <laughs> salt on a very aggressive man." All right.
1: Uh, but you know, it, it was an interesting uh, press conference. You know, he I, he was pretty candid about Cam Duke because I asked him. I was like cam duke seems to get better every time he plays and he goes i think he's been good the last couple of performances i think he was really good for about 65 minutes today and i was like damn oh,
2: shit. it's like well he scored <laughs> later than 65 minutes no so what do you call
1: that? it was in the 52nd
2: was the goal in the 50s okay i think
1: so because i thought the it same like thing later but it was early in the second half but then he goes last 25 he started losing the ball too much and was kind of getting lost a bit and dribbling too much
2: My goodness, (laughs) congrats on your goal, but you sucked at the end, Cam.
1: (laughs) He's honest, and he's like, you know, that comes with learning. It comes with progressing. And then he said, you know, this is what was the most interesting part. He goes, tonight it wasn't easy for him to step in because Remy was going to play as of yesterday, the day before the game, and he got a little nick in training. So I told Cam, you've got to start thinking you're starting. I'll let you know tomorrow, which was the day of the game. So he didn't know until the day of, am I starting or not? Yeah. So to 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 step in last minute like that and, and, and play that well, it's
2: pretty solid. How do you sleep? Like if you're told that, if you're told, hey, you might, you know, just assume you're starting tomorrow. I'll let you know in the morning. I don't think I sleep that much the night before. It's kind of like, you know, if you go to an audition or something and the cast list is tomorrow, you're like, oh right. my gosh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, last time I did a job interview, whatever it was
1: five years ago, almost now my yeah. my interview was in uh, in the afternoon. And so like, you got to sit there all day, just thinking about what are they going to ask me? Am I going to, am I going to answer it? What am I going to wear? Like I'd much rather just do it in the morning and get it. Right.
2: I hope I don't toot like it's a whole thing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Peter did say on the status of Remy that he thinks Remy will be back for the next game. And he said, I feel pretty good about Allen too. I feel pretty good that most of the guys will be there at some point. I probably could have thrown EC in tonight, but I just felt another 10 days of training will be really, really good for him.
2: That's awesome, man. I, you know, the lineup was clicking. Things felt good. That that should be a good Minnesota team, but they have been dropping. They've been dropping points. They were doing good. Now they're not. We're going to have a whole different team coming to town on Sunday, man. I don't, I don't know if anyone's ready for this, but this is the game, dude. It's like a a 6 p.m. game. So it's early enough. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's going to be wild.
1: Seattle Sounders are coming, uh, into town and, uh, they're playing a couple games between when, when we last played in the game on Sunday. And so, yeah, you know, they did Peter, play
2: MLS and now they have Leagues Cup tonight, yep. Yep. the final. So that could get aggressive.
1: Yeah. Peter said, you know, well, them not playing or them playing games and us not playing games could actually be a detriment to us because you, you you could lose rhythm. So we're going to have to be smart during this time and keep the guys in a good place and hopefully recover quite a few of the guys that weren't in today. So uh, he yeah. said it's really about making sure that we stay in somewhat game form, which is yeah. it's true. That's so, true.
2: You think about rhythm, but you, on the other hand, you're like, okay, we should have rested legs. Like we should. And they will most likely get, get some knocks from this league MX team, dude, trying to, you know, show America that Mexican teams are better and all that. So I, I, I assume we might get a beaten up Seattle team. Cause they're going to take this final seriously, right? They will. They will most definitely, you know, they and then just four days from our game. I mean, I don't know, yeah. man.
1: You know, they played this past weekend um, on Saturday against RSL. They lost 1-0. We obviously did not play. Uh, mm-hmm. They play again uh, on, on Wednesday, as you mentioned, against Lyon uh, in the League's Cup final. And and I think, like you said, they will take it very seriously because they're going to want to win. that we
2: played? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we played Lyon so. yeah. in the League's Cup. Huh. So, so, okay, I wouldn't mind losing to the champions. Right. Look at that. <laughs>
1: i i just want this you know someone asked this earlier on twitter and, and i don't know the answer i don't remember if it goes straight to penalties or if there is extra time or what uh whatever it is i want this game to go as long as possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> if there's extra time send it to extra time if, if it's penalties i hope it goes to like 12 rounds of penalties
2: i'm assuming penalties uh i think it will go straight there but like, i think i mean we're ca- we i'm probably jinxing the whole damn thing because this is what happens when you get excited about a game then we lose but we're technically catching them at a really good time. Um, you know, Nicholas Ladero uh, mm-hmm. has to have some, some surgery on mm-hmm. a knee, I believe. He had an
1: arthroscopic surgery.
2: He did. Okay. Uh, they've said Jordan Morris is almost back to full training. But, you know, we definitely won't see him this weekend. I can't imagine. But it uh, doesn't matter, man. They still got Raul Ruiz Diaz, who is a monster. And mm-hmm. uh, their goalkeeper's pretty good, too.
1: Yeah, I did just confirm uh, if a competition match is tied at the end of regulation time, there will be no extra time and the match will proceed directly to penalty kicks.
2: Even in the final, huh? That's what it says. See, that's too bad. I feel like the final should have been changed. Like, I hate I, I, I hate games in general being decided by penalties. I really do. Yeah, no, I understand. Because it's always the big games, dude. Like World Cup finals, I'm like, oh, this sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, uh, but this is this is going to be a big game because uh, we're one point ahead of Seattle right now. They have one game in hand on us, so uh, it's a big they swing can if we get this here. Th- this this will be a full three points will be huge, especially yeah. since we have one more game against them in Seattle uh, in October. This yeah, is this exactly is huge. A month.
2: Well, I tell you this: the uh, they always say that the most important game is the next game. That could not be more true mm-hmm. than now. Like yeah. I'm excited, dude! It's gonna be. Uh, are we on? Are we on freaking national TV?
1: Uh, should be since like, it's I think Sunday. they bumped Fox it Sports to
2: ESPN One. or Fox. Okay.
1: Yep. Fox, Fox Sports, Sports One.
2: One. That's pretty so. cool, man. Could be a could be a big show, and the players know that too, man. They know how mm-hmm. big this is. No reason to hype them up. They they got it. Yeah, it's a 6:25
1: kickoff, which means I'm gonna miss 6:25 the first half of my Green Bay Packers and Sunday Night Football, which is gonna be a bummer,
2: but. It is a bummer. I know Woso has an away game in the afternoon. Chiefs play at noon. So we're all set that's there. True. That's all true. Set. Even though they they lost last week, but oh, heartbreak. That's okay. I think CEH, you, H, what are you doing? I think you lose to the Ravens. Like that's okay, you know.
1: In Baltimore on yeah. a fluke fumble. It's his first career NFL fumble.
2: And they've been trying to beat us for how long now? Like it's been a few years. And Lamar's really good. Left.
1: Like, okay
2: lose now lose early use it as mm-hmm. motivation to win more i get that your chiefs whole 18 and 0 talk i hear you mahomes no one's going 18 and 0. shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> have your have your brother pour water on some more people come on chiefs will be fine uh
1: but no this is a huge game i i, I do think i think sporting i think there's gonna be a very close game even without ladero who you know we don't know for sure but uh he's he's undergone a, a right knee arthroscopy and brian schmetzer says you know he um he doesn't know exactly the timeline that that he'll uh, he'll be out, but I, I will be shocked if he's back by Sunday. Um, yeah, that's insane if he's back Sunday. No way. Jordan, uh, I almost said Jordan Schmetzer. Uh, Jordan Morris is, is coming along, um, but he will not be ready by Sunday by any means. He's he's starting to train, but he's not yet in full training, so there will be no Jordan Morris. But uh, Raúl Ruiz, Diaz, Christian rolled on, Alex rolled on, Stefan Fry. Like you said, these are all very solid players. Uh, yeah.
2: Stefan Fry back for them. Actually. He's I assume so. I don't know, but they, we definitely got to match up with these guys because they've built a club, dude. Like these guys are quality. Yeah. <clears throat> I actually,
1: Oh yeah. No Fry is back. Okay. Um, yeah. Jao Paulo he's, he's a fantastic midfielder. So these, this is a, this is a good Seattle side. I think it's going to be a very close game on Sunday. I think Polito will probably be back. I think Remy Voltaire will probably be back. I think this will be a first choice eleven for Sporting KC. I think we're going to eke out a one goal victory.
3: Whew,
2: that's nerve wracking. Sounds boring, but I can tell you it will probably be anything but boring. Probably,
1: but I do think um, I do think it'll be uh, a very good game, and I think Sporting Kansas City. uh, I think there will be goals on both
2: sides. I do not think this is a clean sheet don't let them come draw at your place don't let them come split points with you that is not what we want you know what i mean this is this is a big three points
1: you know and it's not in seattle's nature to come park the bus and play for a draw but depending on how the game goes on wednesday i wouldn't be surprised if they do that's true man that's true.
2: all eyes on that game tonight for sure yeah are you going to be uh interested in this game what the The league's League's cup Cup game? game yeah uh i mean I, I won't watch it because it's a survivor premiere night but uh <laughs> i will pay attention and and probably catch recaps and stuff yeah i uh i'm i'm, I'm kind of interested in survivor is that a nine o'clock night or is it the game uh i don't know i'll have to look okay okay Uh well because it's like two hours of survivor and then one hour of big brother after that and i'm like well my night is shot
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've never been a big brother fan but you know we'll we'll see i'm you should try it i'm I'm interested i watched survivor last year and the the, the winners at war
2: why haven't we talked about survivor dude we're uh nerds in this house for survivor (laughs) that's crazy
1: that was the first time i watched survivor in probably 13 years 14 years oh my god
2: marissa's gonna be so excited
1: I remembered some of the old dudes like Yule. I was like, I remember watching him back in the day. Oh, so. for sure. Absolutely. I, uh, if you want to go full nerd, I I applied for Survivor after watching last year. I, I sent too, in a video. Friend. And uh, no look, Neither of us got picked.
2: I, You know, I, <laughs> they had a casting call at Washburn University. I went in with my before and after pick, bro, because I lost 100 really? pounds. I wow. was so freaking massive. And I was like, no, this is me, like ripped and stuff i'm not that anymore but like i was very <laughs> trim right and uh you know everyone needs a gimmick and i was yeah. like i've conquered so, so much in my personal life now it's time to conquer yeah. the jungle
1: yeah. <laughs> that's good that's good i mean I, w- I was even watching like audition videos for people who got on the air and seen what and i was like i can do this this isn't yeah. that good but no well you gotta
2: nothing. you gotta stand out you know you could <laughs> do you ever watch friends when they find Ross's real world audition tape. And he's like, people say I'm kind of a player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you need to jump down from a tree or something like you need me survivor. Yeah. I live in trees.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know if I'll watch survivor live, but I'll probably watch it. Um, I'll probably watch this league's cup game. So uh, exciting. I don't want to root ML against MLS. I also don't really want to hear Seattle talk about another trophy they win. Yeah. So
2: I want to root for like physicality. Can you do that? Like, I want to see people get beat up. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think I'm a white contender series. I might get crap for this, but I think I'm rooting for Leon. And I think I I just want it to be a physical game.
2: You're not going to get crap for that. I mean, you don't want to root too hard though. Cause if it's like a blowout, then they start subbing off players for Seattle. And it's like, well, don't do that. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Keep them all in. All right
1: uh let's let's get to some some questions here before we talk about the big news regarding the leagues cup uh so let's see here oops oh, connor bateman who said he hopes seattle goes 120 on wednesday night if they have extra time uh but we wish Bates. we wish so, uh Call let's, <laughs> let's see here um uh, drake ewing asked what are your predictions of who or who will not make the playoffs that's a big question drake ewing because it's like 50% of the league makes the playoffs now right yeah more than that um it's uh no you're right literally more than that because it's seven in the eastern conference out of 14 teams and seven in the western conference out of 13 teams so it's exactly. literally more than half the league it's not
2: uh, even fair What is this I, the nba
1: i don't know that i want to go through all seven uh
2: no seven Who's places outs, though
1: Who's well that's on the outs i was gonna say i'll give you i'll give you two teams who are on the outs right now who i feel yeah. confident in saying they'll work their way back oh I'll say uh, this is not a hot take, but LAFC currently on the outs. They'll get in. They're not going to be great, but they'll get in. I think LAFC works their way in. And uh, how about this for a hot take? I think based on the way they've been playing as of late, I'm going to say Inter-Miami works their way into that final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Well, I was going to say Atlanta drops out. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't that be wild? There you go. So you, pick, I'm picking one who works in, and you, you pick who drops
2: out. Yeah, and and I, uh, you know, I think Minnesota could miss it as well. They're, they're right on that line. These are easy picks, but like, come on, look at the top three teams in each conference. Well, Eastern Conference is a little, little spread out with New England and Nashville yeah. up there, but Western Conference, man, it's like top three teams and then space. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, between the fourth, and there's, there's four points separating uh, fourth and seventh place right now. So it's oh, still really gosh. anybody's.
2: What would it be enemy. like to be an Austin fan? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, bad for a lot of reasons, bro. You're talking like not 16 losses. At least Houston can say they have 11 draws, yeah. you know, Austin's already trying to fire their coach.
1: Their fans are. josh wolf yeah they've been trying to fire him for like four or five games now so
2: damn it's been one season man like you gotta let the dude do something he he freaking inherited this club out of nowhere okay
1: yeah and then uh sam gleason he says uh as the as mls continues to expand do you think we will ever get to a point where there are two divisions in relegation like Serie A and Serie b uh do you think this could ever be something in the u.s uh and would you even like it So I don't know, like MLSA, MLSB, what do you think?
2: I wouldn't necessarily like it. Um, I also don't think they could do it because it's, come on, man. We like to Americanize everything, right? Yet we still want to, you know, name our teams after European inspiration, (laughs) you know? So I don't, I don't know. We've talked about this before. I don't think I would really care for it because what if your club is in the second division now? Yeah. Like, do we have enough people who will support a second division team anyways? You don't have enough people who will support first division teams right now in like we Houston have, or Dallas yeah.
1: or, yeah, so.
2: We don't have people showing up for a Wednesday night first team game. Yeah. So, like, I don't, that's crazy.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if if MLS has had conversations about this. They're expanding so much anyway that they're like, yeah, eventually we get to 40 teams and have two divisions of 20. Um, I think the 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 thing that would need to work out for it is revenue sharing. There's no reason for owners to agree to uh, uh, promotion and relegation. If it's going to cost them money, they are not in this for the good of the sport. Yes. I think we can all agree that in a perfect altruistic society, promotion and relegation would work. And you can have that dream story of, you know, call Valley working their way up to MLS. And like, but you know, that's just not how American soccer was, was set up. And why would, you know, uh, the, the sporting Kansas city ownership group, who's guaranteed however many millions of dollars of, of revenue per year for being an MLS agreed to a structure where, Oh yeah, suddenly I might get relegated if we have a year like 2019 and we're at the bottom of the league. And then we sacrifice a huge percentage of our revenue. So that's where I, I think know. you get stuck. You'd, you would need to work that out. So you basically need to guarantee to all 40 ownership groups in MLS. If you had this, that, your money will actually stay the same or increase if we do promotion and relegation. But
2: interesting concept. I I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, have you seen FC Dallas fan attendance? It's not good. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So on the
1: other hand, the the devil's advocate argument is you actually could give people at the bottom of the table, a reason to watch and root because it's not like you're playing for nothing. You're playing to actually stay up. So
2: yeah i guess but like from a different standpoint it's like see, you're speaking like an everton fan like you're speaking like <laughs> a guy you're speaking like a fan who who wants to stay in the chase but i'm speaking like a guy who wants to be at the damn top my friend yeah. like i don't want to be you know cheering to not lose. yeah like i don't know it just it seems all so weird to me it's a very so you sign rapists <laughs> <laughs> you got to sign those alleged rapists, and you get goals. That's what happens. Yeah. But I will tell you this: Ted Lasso really normalized the the relegation cheering conversation, like they were in that final game, season one, whatever. And then yeah. you know, but I don't, I don't, I can't see us Damn doing Jamie that, man. Tart. I can't do 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 I can't get. <laughs> I can't get up for it. I really can't. Yeah, uh, we'll
1: see. I don't think it will happen anytime soon, at least. So, right. I don't think we have to worry about it for a while, but then we did have Daniel Gooden and Thomas Sparrow ask what our thoughts are on this new leagues cup format. So let's, let's talk about this for a little bit and then we're getting close to end of time here, but starting in 2023, major, major changes to the leagues cup. There will be every single team from both major league soccer and Liga MX competing. We had what eight teams, maybe 16 teams this year. I don't remember if it was, I think it might've been 16, but, that were like picked on some arbitrary decision-making system as to who was participating. Every single team will be competing in the 2023 leagues cup from both leagues. It's like 47 teams. I think by the time, you know, Charlotte and St. Louis are in at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now you might be asking yourself self, if there are 47 games (laughs) in a tournament that's happening in the middle of the season, how are we going to work this into the schedule? It's already so compact. Yeah. And to that, I say, well, Major League Soccer and League MX have decided that we just can press pause on the season for an entire month in the middle of an already congested year and just not play league games until we decide who wins this arbitrary new tournament. And then we'll just pick it right back mm-hmm. up where we left off.
2: Before you go bringing your negativity, let me hit it with, <laughs> let me hit it with a positive punch real fast because I usually I'm the negativity guy, but I think you got a lot of negative thoughts here. Bro, this year, they're like, hey, ring, 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 Sporting KC, we've chosen you to be in the League's Cup for some reason or another. <laughs> hope hope you can market it and, and, and your fans will take it seriously and you, your uh, opponent won't outweigh the home fans, you know. Didn't happen, okay? We didn't, like, no one really took it seriously. We're like, no, this is just another midweek game. We have a big game this weekend. We just had a big game last weekend. Oh, And there's SKC, two players all over the field. Mm -hmm. We're not taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to press pause on the season. They're putting all the teams in there, a serious, like, World Cup-looking format. It makes sense. I'm thinking, like, cool. No one's getting injured. Take time to play this competition. And then I'm like, oh, wait we're not eliminating midweek games at all. No. Like, cause we're going to have to get all our games in. So there will be midweek games again. And Probably I know what you're going to say money, money, Don Garber mm-hmm. money, money to which I say, don't give me another reason to burn it down with the MVP talk. I'll, <laughs> I got torches, my friend.
1: <laughs> this is about money for MLS and league MX. And it's also about the fact that there have been rumors about them wanting to form a super league and combine and whatnot for years. And so this is an, the next step into testing the waters of what would happen if we combined MLS and Liga MX. Yeah, it's testing it. They're going to super league us, aren't they? They're going to big league us. It's possible. And, you know, this is the thing. Okay, so we're we're pausing regular season play. There's going to be group stages, I take it, and then there will be knockout stages and whatnot. Let's look at the history of MLS versus Liga MX. And I know that this has to change at some point. Ideally, it, it would. But, like, we're going to get two weeks into this month off pause, All of the league MX teams are going to win their groups and it's going to be a knockout tournament of league MX teams while all of the rest of us are just sitting at home watching with two weeks off and no games to play occasionally a Seattle or an SKC or an LAFC will sneak into the quarterfinals or semifinal and we'll all get our hopes up. And then they're going to get stomped by Monterey or America or somebody. And, and we're just going to do this dance every year where we get, you know, all excited about, is this finally the year MLS can overtake league MX only to not have it done people are probably still going to get hurt because it's a much different type of game when we're playing league MX teams. And then we're going to pick up the season after a month off, be like, what's happening again. Oh, now we have all sorts of midweek games from a month off. Cause we're still going to have to finish the season before de- December. So we're going to have to fit four more, five more midweek games somewhere in the fall. Now.
2: So this is that negative talk I was talking about. You brought it, <laughs> you brought it hard, uh, you know, and you're not wrong. Cause it's not like if you lose, you get to keep playing. Okay. No, you lose. And we all just sit on our hands for uh, however long. And it's yeah, it's just, that would feel weird. I did not think of that possibility because I'm a winner, Jimmy, we win. Right. All right. We know how to win.
1: Right. And I mean, will people take this more seriously just because they decide everybody's in it now? I mean, you don't want a month off. Peter even talked about with 10 days off between the game Uh, against minnesota and seattle that like yeah if 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 you're playing teams that are that are playing constantly and, and you're not then they can stay in more of a rhythm but this just feels like it wasn't overly thought out and i know it's a chance to potentially grow you know the brand of both leagues in their respective countries but honestly league mx already pulled better ratings than mls does in the u.s i don't think there's any incentive for soccer fans in mexico to start watching mls games so
2: are they making fun of us? Like I, I just imagine they're like, <laughs> "Why are we doing that? Why are we going down uh, to baby, baby brother, and and letting them even play with us? Why are yeah. we even giving them the opportunity?" Like, they they tell them to stay in stay in their lane.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only incentive, I guess, is it's another way to qualify for the Concacaf Champions League if that's something you want. Sure. The first place team will automatically qualify for the round of 16. The second and third place teams will qualify for the opening round of the CCL, which also they announced is, is being changed. And and they're taking it. They're drastically expanding the number of teams that are in it from, uh, um, 16 to 27. So
2: what is this? What is this? Like a (laughs) NCAA basketball, like first eight playoff game. Like what, what is that?
1: Yeah. So 22 teams are going to enter in round one and five more will enter at the round of 16 to join the 11 first round winners. So this is, you know, everything in CONCACAF changing to get more teams in there. I mean, the world cup is changing to have more teams. And then FIFA is trying to get the world cup to every two years because they want more money.
2: Everything's about more money. This is crazy. I am very adaptable person. Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes my friend, but when you start changing things, that have been a certain way for a very long time yeah i get a little anxious i don't like it i'm a very much routine man so i'm not adaptable here i'm not liking it every two years what are you doing to me i don't have all the time to commit to all your games
1: right and it takes it's already a two-year like qualification cycle so it's like okay we're done with the world cup let's start it all over again
2: yep you better start yeah getting your roster together and ship the old guys out get the young guys in (laughs) here we go
1: yeah So FIFA also fudged the reporting a little bit. They're like most or the more fans want it every two years, which you know, if you look at well, if you look at their reporting, it's actually uh, most fans the highest reported percentage of fans uh, preferred to keep it at um, every four years. Uh, and if you combined every four years and every three years, it was the vast majority of fans wanted it somewhere between
2: every three and four years. And somehow FIFA decided to take okay. that data and be like, nope, every else. two years. What about women? Are we going to give the Women's World Cup equal treatment then? Who knows? What no, that's do. a real big question. We're yeah, all talking no, about equal pay, equal play, all that stuff. Why shouldn't they also get the World Cup every two years? Yeah,
1: I mean, if they do it for the men, they should do it for the women, too.
2: But Very much so write that on my put that on my burn down list that's uh uh, what we got we got fifa mls is on there twice more there's more to come (laughs)
1: more to come stand by uh so i don't know new leagues cup i it is what it is it'll be interesting to see how seriously people take it or if they'll just be like oh this is another opportunity for us to
2: get injured in an
1: arbitrary made-up tournament that we don't care about
2: we think i i think these guys that uh and i say guys because i think i assume they're all large white men that run these corporations they they think that these players are animals robots they Mm -hmm. think they're just pure like thoroughbreds you know what i mean yeah and i don't think you can think of it like that because injuries happen dude i i roll out of bed in the morning i'm like oh i'm sore somewhere new that's Mm -hmm. weird these players cannot keep going like this all the time
1: yeah no it's pretty crazy so we'll see what happens 2023 is when it starts uh you mentioned the women uh just shout out they do come to children's mercy park they're playing korea republic on october 21st so
2: yeah see if they can drop a touchdown and a field goal on them like they
1: <laughs> they tend to
2: do yeah
1: so if you want to go check out uh, the u.s women's national team they oftentimes draw better than the men's national team they does do. are you going uh i'll probably try to get there at least in uh press box nothing else yeah you can get cool. members club seats for 34 bucks so it's not the worst uh, outside of that the next cheapest ticket is 60 bucks so that's not the best but 34 dollars plus i'm sure there's fees uh you know uh, you can go through uh ticket this is all done by uh, u.s soccer since this is an international friendly uh so hey go check it out there's lots of seats available right now come support the u.s women uh this not that this is a men's game, but we're trying to get a 2026 World Cup game here in Kansas City. So true. Crowd support. But no doubt. You going to be there?
2: Uh, not sure yet.
1: It should be cool. It looks like after fees, it's about 43 bucks per ticket. So for the cheapest one, it's not the best. Like I said, it's not the worst. So I don't know, but. That's about all I got for this
2: week. You got anything else for our good listeners? Dude, that's uh, that's it, man. We covered some stuff and uh, can't cover everything, but we did our best. So I think this is it's the most exciting I've been for a game in a very long time. And I, uh, I hope things work out. It's a very big day
1: Or this Sunday. Yeah. So we'll be there. We'll be cheering on the boys. Like I said, I think they eke they, out a win. We'll see. So. And we'll all have our eyes on the league's cup tonight. See what happens That's except what for Dan I'm... watching survivor.
2: Well, you know, maybe I'll <laughs> pop it on the, on the Mac or something. And uh, I don't know. It's probably a nine o'clock game, isn't it? That's a good question, bro. It's gotta be, it just makes sense.
1: It probably is. Cause it's Seattle and they want to make sure that uh, all the Seattle fans are out there watching it. Yeah. 9.00 PM start time. So which is. probably means it's actually like nine 15 kickoff. Yeah. So we'll see. But anyway, thank you all so much for listening and joining us for another hashtag VictoryPod and for four years of sticking with us. We're still uh, four years. very birthday, thankful for that.
2: Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, make sure you uh, like us on uh, Facebook, facebookcom nootherpod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nootherpod, at dancouzer, at jcmax03. Uh, send us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Let us know any of those ways. What's your your favorite moment from the first four years of the podcast? We'll we'll do a little nostalgia next time and and <laughs> read some of them out. So read Sounds out our fun. favorite ones. Uh, make sure you uh, leave us that five-star rating and review. Uh, go check out com slash noother to get your 10% off Hello Tushy Bidet. And uh, check out our merch store. What better way to celebrate four years of No Other Pod than buying a No Other Pod shirt, sweatshirt, hoodie, it's cold now. The level was like 40 something degrees tonight. So go get that No Other Pod yeah. hoodie. bit.ly.com slash no other pod. But uh, until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya.
2: Keep an eye out for our spinoff pod, Barbecue Bros, with Dan, ilia and Jimmy. He's coming for you.